0: Happy Thanksgiving from the wake-up from Cleveland.com. It is Thursday, November 28th, and despite the slow pace of the holiday, we do have some news. Let's get to it. I'm Cleveland.com editor Chris Quinn. They're not saying why, but Ohio Supreme Court justices on Wednesday declined to weigh in on the legality of letting voters have a say on a massive nuclear industry bailout approved by the legislature. The Supremes declined to take up the matter without issuing a written opinion. This is the lesser of the rulings sought from the Supreme Court on the bailout. The court has yet to rule on a push by bailout proponents for more time to collect the signatures they need to get the question before voters. The bailout bill, approved by the legislature, gives $150 million a year to First Energy Solutions to prop up the utility's expensive and increasingly obsolete nuclear plants. The effort to put it on the ballot was beset by controversy, including enormous spending by anonymous donors to stop people from signing the needed petitions. A former inmate at the Cuyahoga County Jail filed suit Tuesday, claiming a jail guard pepper sprayed him in the face on the day he was set to return home, then kept him locked up for 11 more days. Chariel Glaze sued Cuyahoga County and two jail officers in the latest of a growing series of complaints against the county about jail issues. Other suits include complaints about conditions that led to inmate deaths and allegations that officers attacked inmates. The incident at the heart of the latest suit happened on November 27, 2017, the day Glaze was set for release from the jail after serving 35 days for violating the terms of his probation for weapons and drug charges. Glaze says he asked multiple officers about his release, ultimately resulting in him being attacked. The former inmate says guards walked him down a hall and pushed him into a door, breaking his tooth, then put him into an isolation cell for three days. He says he was not released until 11 days later. County officials said they had yet to see the suit. The number of places where people can use tobacco products continues to shrink, and the latest restrictions are coming from Akron. As of New Year's Day, all Akron Metro RTA properties, including the shelters at bus stops, will become tobacco-free. That includes park-and-ride lots and general parking lots. Smoking long has been banned at most bus stops because they are on public land, where state law prohibits lighting up, but the new metro rules will add vaping, chewing tobacco, and other smokeless forms of tobacco use to the prohibition. Maybe now is the time for a New Year's resolution to give up tobacco. Cleveland.com columnist Layla Atassi, who has been exposing no end of problems with the public housing voucher system since last summer, is cheering grants announced this week that will provide an extra 80 vouchers in Akron and 150 in Cuyahoga County. The U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development is providing $131 million to 325 housing authorities across the country to provide vouchers that people can use to rent homes from private owners. People much prefer the vouchers to living in public housing. Ohio is getting $3.9 million of the new money for 727 new vouchers. In Cleveland, it is the Emerald Development and Economic Network that will administer them, and Layla says she has learned lots of good things about the agency, not least of which is that it provides stability specialists who help people find quality housing with their vouchers and then mediate any issues with landlords. Layla says the specialists make all the difference in the success or failure of people using vouchers to stabilize their housing for their families. Saturday is the big Ohio State versus Michigan game, and politicians are getting in on the betting action. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine has put up a basket of Buckeyes, those peanut butter and fudge candies that are known in the state, against Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer's box of goodies from the famous Zingerman's Deli in Ann Arbor. It must be a hard bet to swallow for Whitmer, betting on the Wolverines, as she's a graduate of rival Michigan State, where all of my money went while my two kids went to school there. Much more entertaining was Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel's challenge to Ohio AG Dave Yost. If Ohio State wins, Nessel would wear scarlet and gray for a week. But if Michigan wins, she wanted Yost to start regulating the phosphorus that is poisoning Lake Erie and creating algae blooms. Yost countered with an offer to sing the University of Michigan fight song at the 50-yard line for a home Buckeyes game. Frankly, Dave, we'd prefer the health of Lake Erie to your humiliating yourself at the horseshoe. But it's not a loss, really. Does anyone who is sober think these Wolverines can beat these Buckeyes? Thank you for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com. We're taking the day off tomorrow because of the holiday, and we'll be back with another edition on Monday.